Hey friend, are you struggling to find consistent paid speaking gigs? Do you want to know the exact six steps that you can take to find and book more paid speaking opportunities in 2024? Well, we want to make that easy for you. We've created a new free resource with the help of Dan Irvin, one of our highly successful speakers on our team. Dan has booked over $100,000 in paid speaking gigs in the last few years, and his six-step process is going to help you maximize your chances of getting booked and paid to speak in any industry. You're going to learn how to get started prospecting, master discovery calls, and proposal emails and so much more. All you got to do is go to thespeakerlab.com slash steps and we're going to send you this 18-page guide straight to your inbox. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash steps and you're going to get that free guide. Hey, thanks for listening. You're awesome. Hey, what's up, friends? Grant Baldwin here. Welcome back to the Speaker Lab Podcast. Again, we are doing another bonus episode for you. Uh, so what we decided to do today is uh, we hop back on with Eric Ream, who is our, uh, our Director of Student Success and Education uh, here at the Speaker Lab, and also a very successful speaker who speaks full-time, does a lot of gigs, and is on the front lines of this. He's, he's been dramatically affected by all that's been going on in COVID land. And so in the midst of this, like we, we needed some good news, right? Uh, and so we wanted to talk through what he's been doing. He's actually been booking a lot of new events, booking a lot of virtual events, been presenting at virtual events, and like business is hopping for him. So we talked through that. We talked through other speakers that we've been hearing from that are continuing to see success and results. So now is not a time to slink back. You know, we, we talk about how the past couple of weeks, it's kind of the initial shock of, holy crap, what just happened here? And now that we're in the thick of this, it's an opportunity to lean into it, to adjust, to pivot, and to thrive as a result. And so uh, Eric is a good example that we talk about exactly what he's been doing uh, and how you can do the same. So let's jump into this conversation with uh, this bonus conversation with Eric Green. Enjoy. Hey, what's up, friends? Grant Baldwin here. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're having a great day. Hey, today we are joined by uh, my friend, uh, Mr. Eric Ream, who is a very successful speaker, as well as our Director of Education and Student Success here at the Speaker Lab. He works with all of our uh, booked and paid to speak elite students. And so I uh, wanted to take a couple minutes to chat with Eric uh, and talk about kind of the state of the speaking industry right now. I know that there's a lot of people who are feeling a lot of uh, uncertainty and fear and worry and, and uh, anxiety, because uh, it is. It's Let's acknowledge the elephant in the room. It is is a really, really weird time. And we're not really sure, uh, you know, what, what has happened or what the long-term ramifications or, or effects are. Uh, but at the same time, you know, a lot of speakers like yourself, Eric, a lot of our students that we work with are still consistently getting booked and paid to speak. So uh, we'll dig into the weeds here, but kind of big picture, let's zoom out for a second. How are you feeling? How are you doing in the midst of this uncertain uh, world? Uh, I'm feeling great, Grant. I mean, it's uh uh, I'm all over the place, but it's all positive. It's just, yeah. uh, it's weird because uh, I've been, never been more busy than, than ever. I've been really busy. And I see people on Facebook and like, I'm so bored. I'm like, where's this boredom at? <laughs> because I get up in the morning, I don't stop until late in the afternoon. And there's a lot going on. I think uh, the main thing is just trying to manage it, be organized and be focused. That's that's the main thing that I'm dealing with right now. But it's all very positive. So it's not like I'm sitting around trying to figure out what to do. It's yeah. kind of really honestly, it's trying to figure out what not to do. What like I'm having a call a little bit later to with a, an individual thinking about hiring me. I'm not quite sure if I'm a good fit or not. So I'm just trying to figure out what to do and what not to do. So that's my, been my biggest thing so far. So even in the thick of this, you're considering turning down business. You're so busy. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, because it it just makes it doesn't make sense to go outside of my brain, basically. Yeah. So it feels like at this point, you know, when, when this first started unfolding, I know that we've had a, a couple of these conversations when this first started unfolding uh, within the past several weeks or so. You know, it kind of took a moment before we were all kind of like, "What? What is happening? Like, this is really, really weird." And now we've got to a point where it feels like, "Okay, uh, like we're here, we're in it, we are in the muck and the mire." And so we can wallow in it, we can cry, we can go and we can stay in bed all day, we can watch Netflix all day, or we can say, "All right, if this is going to be the new normal, then I don't want to play defense anymore. I want to play offense. I don't want to have a victim mentality. I want to keep uh, pushing forward." And it feels like so many of the speakers that we work with, yourself included, uh, have been doing that. Who've decided like. All right. If this is the new normal, then let's pivot. Someone moved the, the 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 rules of the game have been mixed up and changed up. But I don't want to whine and complain and mope and settle for where we were. But keep pushing forward and keep moving ahead to where we're going and where things look like now. So how are you kind of thinking about like the the balance? Because again, you you've personally felt it like you had a bunch of events that like all of a sudden have been postponed and rescheduled and changed up. So how are you personally thinking about like staying optimistic and staying positive and continuing to to press ahead? Well, I think the the main thing for me is that uh, I have a really good system put in place. That's one thing that Speaker Lab ha helped me more than anything. You know, I'm an alumni of the Speaker Lab, and so I owe the Speaker Lab a lot. And so the system that I develop is very strong, and the system is not breaking just because the variables have changed. Yeah, my system is very is is actually very resilient, and so I've I've been leaning on my system quite a bit. Uh, the only thing that's changed is what I've been putting in the system, right? Uh, but the system still is consistently pumping out. Now, to be to, to be open with uh, you know everybody on that's watching right now, I've, I've I'm at about eight events right now that are affected, and that's about for me that's about one hundred thirty nine thousand dollars. Okay, that's affected right now. Just to be open and honest, and when I when I mean by affected, I mean that they're being postponed or canceled. I've only had two of the eight canceled, six postponed, um, and so when I say that it's affected, it's because those events that are being postponed are being pushed back in the fall where I would have booked other events. So I can't, I can't be at two places at one time. So sure. I, I can't, I can't go back and recover that. The other thing too, is the events that I normally would be doing. I usually book events out of the events. That's how my system works. Mm -hmm. And so all this is affected. That's on, that's the negative side. The positive side is I've replaced all those eight events with eight virtual events. Okay, and so so it's not like I I didn't have anything to do. I'm I'm replacing them with virtual events, and I'm still filling that out as far as pricing and all that goes. But the bottom line is I, I'm having active conversations. In fact, right after you, know, you and I had a discussion before you got on Grant, you said, "Hey, what's your hard stop?" My hard stop is I got to be done at 11:50 Central Time because at noon I got a, a meeting with an event planner, <laughs> and no. then after that I got another meeting with an organization out in LA that wants to talk to me about doing some work with them, and then after that I got a webinar to do with a client. So I'm busy, man. I got a lot going on. But Eric, we are in the midst of a pandemic. I thought speakers' <laughs> lives were supposed to be falling apart and woe is me. So uh, so obviously you're, you're doing something right in the thick of this to continue to succeed. Again, things have pivoted, things have shifted. Let's acknowledge that. But it doesn't mean that we have to be like, all right, well, we'll just wait till things get back to normal. And then hopefully things will, will pick back up at that point. So let's talk about a couple of different types of events and what you're doing. So we have the, uh, the events that you had booked. So prior to all this events that were booked, in fact, at the time of this recording, I think um, there was an event I was supposed to do today that mm. obviously isn't happening. It's supposed to be uh, later today. It's not taking place, um, of course. 
And so that event has been rescheduled. I had another one that was supposed to take place next week that has been rescheduled as well. Uh, so I already have the deposits from those events. I'm able to maintain those deposits and we've, we've rescheduled things. I'm going to still do those events. So it's really, you know, it's been pushed out a little bit, but I'm still getting that revenue from those events. So it's not like, you know, I, I had it and all of a sudden I, I don't have it uh, because we've been able to work with them and reschedule and, and for things that have been postponed. You mentioned of the eight that you've had that have been affected, six of them, the 75% of them have rescheduled or postponed, or you've been able to help them in some way to, again, still maintain and re retain uh, that revenue. So is that, is are they, how are they being pushed out? How are you working with them on rescheduling and, and those postponements? Uh, well, a couple of the events already picked dates. That was one of them. It was interesting because one of them pushed pushed back to a date, and I already had an event scheduled. And I was already I was able to talk to that event planner because it was a workshop that I was doing for them, so there was some flexibility. Yeah. And so they were willing to move their event, so I can push this other one in there. Uh, that's that's the value of having good relationships, right? Yep. Um, so there's a couple other events that they they said we're going to redo it. We just don't know when. One of them is out in Washington, which was hit pretty hard, right down the Seattle Tacoma area. So they're just like on hold right now. Mm -hmm. that's also a workshop. Um, and they said, well, we're not, we're not quite sure when we're going to do it yet. We definitely want to do it. We just gotta, we just gotta, you know, get some normalcy and kind of figure out what's going on before we can reschedule. So what I did for them, well, and I did, I did this with almost all the events that postponed as I got back with them and I said, well, let me help you out virtually. I got a couple ideas. I got a couple webinars I can do in the meantime. What do you think of these? And uh, almost all of them said, yeah, let's do it. So yeah. what I did, it, it accomplished a couple things. One is it helped me get revenue. And so they paid me to do it to yeah. help me to add value and stay front of mind to them. So when they start thinking, if they start getting the situation, they may have to start cutting back and are looking at their line item list. I want them to look at me and say, man, Eric really added value to us and make them yeah. think twice before they cut me out. Right. Um, that was another reason. And also too, I think you and I were talking today, uh, Grant, as a speaker, the one thing that I always is always my goal is I always want to have revenue coming in every week. And so yeah. as long as I have revenue coming every week right now, maybe dipping a little bit as you know, we do this virtual and I'm trying to figure out the pricing, but it's still revenue that's coming in. It's cash flow, yeah. which allows me then to manage it on my end. And then that'll eventually come back up. But the bottom line is I, I want to keep the momentum going. And I think that the important thing is now is the time I think that coaching really matters. Um, I've got a coach. Uh, I've always had coaches on the speaking side, on the business side. Now's the time to be bouncing ideas. That's why I'm so proud of all the folks in the Speaker Lab community that leaned into the coaching because I think coaching is really important. One of the things we do for our elite students uh, as the director of education grant is uh, we're able to spend time with each one of them when they ask questions and say, hey, based on my situation, what would you recommend? And we're able to, from a 30,000 feet view, give them some ideas and then delve deep into them to help them pivot and do what they need to do. The main thing during a time like this is you don't want to be alone. Community matters. And I think that's one of the reasons why I'm proud to be a part of the Speaker Lab community, because this is a time for us to talk about, hey, how can we pivot? What can we do? And one of the things we're doing as a Speaker Lab is we're constantly evolving and learning. In fact, as you and I speak, Grant, you and I are in the process of developing a really cool course that's going to be coming out later in, a, in the next few uh, next month, which is going to be fantastic. Yeah. And so that's that's the value of the of the of the community and what we're doing, I think. So you touched on uh, some of the events that uh, you had already had scheduled that have been affected, that you're, you know, uh, have been rescheduled and that sort of thing. What about just new events? Because one of the interesting things we're noticing and seeing 
is that there's a lot of, of events that were supposed to be happening, you know, six months from now, right? And who knows what six months from now will look like? We have no idea how long this is going to play out. But I talked to an event planner recently who said, uh, who has an event about six months or so, give or take from now. Uh, and they said, uh, listen, as of now, the event is still happening and I still need speakers. So are you still booking events that are happening in the future? Or are most events just kind of like, eh, we're just kind of like waiting to see. And what, what do you, what do you, uh, how is that working out for you? Uh, are you ready for this, Grant? Are you ready for the big reveal? I don't know what this reveal is, but I saw you grab something. I just signed this contract this week for an event. Okay, Very cool. So I just signed that contract. It was higher than my average. So whatever my speaking average is on my price. So they're paying me more than my average to come out October 14th to speak at their event. Cool. So yes, uh, they're being, they're, they're, I'm signing the contracts. Now, it, it, it's all dependent on each event. Um, you know, it's just like human beings, human beings, we react differently. Some events they're freaking out, right. And they're just canceling. Some are like, we're going to be all right. We're going to, we're going to postpone it to another day. Some events are saying we're switching the whole thing to virtual yep. <laughs> you know? and some events is like, uh, we're just going to continue on, uh, because it's far enough out that we feel good about it. And some of them are saying, Hey, we want to do it. Let's put everything on hold and let's check back in a few weeks. That's why the system's so important, Grant. And that's why my I don't have to, when you have something like what we developed in the speaker lab and what we train people on, um, when you have a system that is, uh, it's not emotional, you know, it just works. I can plug all these things in here with all these different events and all these different emotions. I can plug it in there and the system, the pipeline system is just pumping it right back out to me and tells me, Herrick, today you got to make seven calls. Here are the issues we're dealing with. By the way, this whole morning, Grant, before you and I jumped on, uh, I spent uh, almost two hours going through my system, following up with everybody, closing things out, updating some things. So everything's fine. Um, so I, that's, that's where I'm at. People are still hiring. I got proof of it right here. I just signed the contract. That's awesome, man. Uh, all right, let's talk for a second about virtual because virtual is one of the things that a lot of speakers are starting to pivot towards and speakers are hearing about, like, do I need to be doing virtual things? Um, and initially, you know, there's certainly pros and cons. One of the, the downsides is like, there's there's nothing that compares to being together with people in person. But right now, because of the, you know, the guidance or the laws or the restrictions, like we're, we, we for the most part, aren't able to do that at this very moment. But one of the things we talk a lot about is that part of being a speaker is that you are in the problem solving business. And so those problems still exist in the world, whether or not a live event is taking place, which creates a lot of opportunities for, for virtual speaking engagements and virtual opportunities to help with. So this is one of those things I know, again, for you, it wasn't something that you did a ton of before. And now all of a sudden the opportunity is available uh, and you've been able to do a lot more virtual engagement. You're continuing to book virtual engagements. So kind of talk us through what is the virtual side of the business look like today? Yeah. Well, first of all, I would say uh, from a speaking standpoint, you don't have to do virtual. You don't have to do anything. That's the beauty of doing your own business. I think the main thing is uh, an understanding and clarifying uh, what it is, what your message is and ask yourself, does that message translate to a virtual setting? And if so, how are you going to do that? Like uh, you had, I think you had a magician and mm -hmm. on, what was his name again? Uh, Vin Jay. Yeah, yeah. And he was talking about how that some of that doesn't translate in a virtual setting. And yeah. what 
fascinating. He said he has like something like 55 tricks and only four of them translate to the virtual world. And so having that clarity and understanding that. And so for me, the main thing is, is that uh, I just always go back to my core messages and what my, does my message solve a problem? And if it does, who needs the problem solved and how am I going to do it? And so my message is all about human dynamics, the human connection from my time in the military, my time in law enforcement. And so that is, is something that I can solve on a virtual setting. And so I just had to ask myself is through being authentic and staying within my message, what can I take from what I do now and what can I provide in a virtual setting? So I'm in the process of doing that. And so I've come up with two webinars uh, that are quick hit webinars that are in direct response to COVID. Today, this afternoon, I'm actually talking to two folks on more long-term virtually what I can do to support them in workshops and things like that. So what I'm doing is, Grant, is that number one is I'm trying to come up with some quick hits, some things that's easy for me to do. Mm -hmm. It's not hard for me to do a one-hour webinar uh, with some, with my message, with some slides. And I've had anywhere from 500 people on a call to 27 people on a call. And so mm-hmm. it's wide variety. Um, and so that's what I'm doing. So what I want to do now is I want to try this, the, the quick hits and see where that takes me. It gets my foot in the door. And then I want to start evolving and asking myself, what can I do next? And what can I do next? The other thing too, to think about when you're doing this virtual stuff and you're thinking about it, just be prepared that you're going to have to pivot a lot and just be prepared to experiment. You know, you don't have to have it all figured out. The main thing is to start getting out there and seeing what's working, what's not working. Keep coming back to us because we're going to keep teaching you on stuff as we learn it. Uh, But that's how I've been approaching it. Yeah, and I think that you kind of touched on that there. That, that that's part of the value of uh, of the community and working with the students that are inside of, of especially the, the elite program. Uh, because when when you're on uh, when you're on an island and you're going like, I, do I do virtual or how do I do virtual or does my thing work in virtual? Like you just feel like you're in isolation. You know, it's I've heard it said and I've used the expression before. It's it's hard to read the label from inside the jar. You know, when you're just this close to it, you're like, I don't know how this works. But when you have some outside coaches and other speakers who can say, Hey, here's how you could do this. And here's how this would look in your setting and in your context. Cause like you said, for how, for what you would speak about and for your audience, it may look different than then or someone else and what it looks like in their world. So, uh, so you, one of the things you touched on there as you've been doing some of these webinars, I know you did a, 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 lo- a live webinar yesterday for mm-hmm. a client that as of, you know, what, a couple of weeks ago, wasn't a thing, wasn't on your radar, um, new revenue that had come in. And so you've been doing several of these, you've been booked for several of these. And to be clear, like most of these, if not all of these are, are paid events, correct? All of them. None of them. Been, uh, I did one free one uh, for my own Facebook group, which may, mainly my family, just because yeah. I wanted to help help out. That's yeah. You know, Grant, I'm not a first responder. I'm not a nurse. I don't have many skill sets, but I am a communicator. And so what I wanted to do is take my skill set and add value. So I did a free one just for my friends and family. The ironic thing about this one, though, I think I told you this yesterday, is actually a president of a speaker bureau slipped into that one and and listened to it. and literally contacted me the next day. And she said, I'd like to, I'd like to propose you to an event planner that I'm working with. Are you okay with it? And she gave me the price and the price is, is, is like 75 up to 75% of my normal fee, which is pretty close. Yeah. I'm like, sure. And I just actually talked to her today and she said, yeah, things are looking good. I'll, I'll get back with you. So that's even cool. when I did that free event, I had someone in there that's willing to follow up with me and to pay me to go do the exact same thing. And I think that's a good, uh, good point. We also, we often hear speakers say, especially new speakers, well, I don't want to give my stuff out for free because then they're just going to use it. I gave it away for free. I sent everybody the recordings and people are still wanting to hire me for the exact same thing to do it live just for their, their organization. 
Yeah, and that's, that's so true for just the speaking industry in general, that uh, the expression that the more you speak, the more you speak, that the speaking leads to more speaking. And that's true in an in-person environment, but it's also true in a virtual environment, that the, the, the unique thing about speaking is you never know who's in the audience. You never know. And so to your point, you know, I, you you created this webinar. I'm going to put this out. That's really intended for like family and friends. I'm just trying to help. And somehow uh, a president of a speakers bureau comes across it and says, Hey, that was really good. I have this whole other group of people that would benefit from that thing. Can you come do the same thing over there? So again, continuing to, to generate business, new business, even from the free opportunities that you're doing. Now let's talk about virtual for a second, because Again, it's not the same as being uh, in this in, the, in a room as a person, but there's a lot of upside to virtual. I was talking, you mentioned Vin Zhang earlier. We did a conversation with him recently. Uh, and one of the questions I had for him was, hey, is this is this kind of a, a temporary thing as you're doing some of this virtual setup? He's like, no. He's like, I, I'm setting this up in my house. My family is a couple feet away. I, you know, if I go, you know, you, you're in Indiana, I'm in Nashville. If we fly to California to do a speaking gig, it's going to take us a day to get there. We do a gig the next day. It's going to take us a day to get back. That's three days to do one gig, right? In three days, you could do, I don't know, three, four, five, six, seven virtual gigs uh, for different clients, right? You mm-hmm. did a, a webinar yesterday right there in your home. Your family is still right there. You know, yeah. one of the things my, uh, my wife and I, we always talk about is if I'm going to go do an engagement, how many sleeps is daddy gone? Yeah. How many sleeps is daddy gone? And the best part with virtual engagements is daddy and mommy are gone. None sleeps, none yeah. sleeps. So you get to, you get to generate revenue. You get to help people. You get to serve and you get to do it from the comfort of your own home. So, uh, I'm doing three gigs today, uh, this week, three, three, one in one was in Seattle. The next one's today's Nebraska. Tomorrow is Kansas. So if I would have done those live, number one, I probably wouldn't have done all of them that week. But that would have meant flying to Seattle. That would have meant flying to Kansas and flying to Nebraska. Yeah. So I mean, all that to say, like the we we know that in the midst of this world, there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of anxiety and worry. But at the same time, like. I don't know. Things are still happening. Speakers are still finding and booking gigs. Speakers are still getting booked and paid to speak. They're helping people. They're sharing their message. You're a great example of that. We know so many speakers that are doing the same thing that are in the trenches. And again, let's not, let's not sugarcoat it. Like it is difficult mentally. This is just kind of a weird time, but this is also a good opportunity to uh, take advantage of, of the chances that we have to help and to serve uh, and to continue to, to get booked and paid to speak. So uh, any final words of wisdom that you'd have, Eric? Yeah. A couple things. Um, this is also really cool. You ready for this one? So I don't know what's coming, but I'm ready. <laughs> my pipeline uh, going into spring break. This is what I, I kind of use spring. Two things happen that re- I'm going to remember for co- this COVID thing. Number one, I'll remember when they shut down the NBA. When the NBA shut down, that's when I knew this was real. Yeah, that <laughs> well, Wednesday night. It was after Trump gave his talk. Then the yeah. NBA shut down and then yeah. Tom Hanks had it. And we were all like, what just happened? <laughs> Mr. Rogers is sick. We're always going down. But yeah, so I remember that. And going into spring break, I had 40 potential gigs in my pipeline. All right. Now explain what your pipeline is, because this is something you teach our elite students. You're in, you are in the trenches of doing this. This is so pivotal to, uh, to consistently finding a booking gig. So when, in fact, we're going to be doing some more training on pipeline, but just big picture. What is this when you're referring to that? Pipeline is is a five stages that I go through when I when I think that I want to work with an event planner 
and that becomes a real a reality, that's a possibility. I put that in a system in my pipeline that takes me through five stages from the lead in all the way to the contract negotiation. So when I say pipeline, I had 40 different potential events that I was working on that were somewhere in the stages of starting or maybe possibly signing a contract. So I had 40 going in to spring break. Now, as of this morning, I have 81. So more than doubled during a pandemic, I'm, I've almost doubled the amount of events that I'm uh, currently engaging in with right now. And it's, I've been talking to a lot of event planners, uh, Grant. Every week, I, I probably talk to maybe six or seven on the phone talking about what I can do to serve them, events. And, the, and I start asking them questions. I just want to know how things are going, you know. Yeah. And here's a couple of things I'm, I'm hearing. Number one, event planners got budgets. They got budgets for this stuff. I mean, they've set aside money to spend. They're going to spend that money because they got to add value to their members. They got to add value to their employees. They're just going to shift on how they do it. So the money's not going away. It's there, you know, uh, depending on the organization, it may shrink or whatever. But the bottom line is they're willing to they're willing to invest. They're just looking for the right people to invest with. Right. The other thing, too, I talked to an event planner um, about pricing because I think pricing is something that everybody's asking about. And so I just asked an event planner, tell me about your pricing. And so they reduce their, they're going to a virtual environment. They're reducing their uh, fees by 20%. They're reducing it by 20%. And they're reducing what they're paying speakers by 50%. So that just kind of gave me an idea of what they're doing. So it's, it's shrinking right now, but it's not going away and it's sure. going to come back up. And so I would say this, if you want to be a speaker, number one, there's money to be had. I'm getting it right now. I mean, it's not going away. So I have cash coming in every week. The other thing is you got to use this time to position yourself to get ready when it comes back because yeah. it's going to come back. And the ones that are waiting like us and we're ready to go, it's going to it's going to be huge for us because we're going to be able to ride this wave when it comes back. So uh, don't let your heart be troubled. The Speaker Lab's got your back. Um, if you want to come work with us and if you are working with us, good for you because we're going to help you through the process. I am a full-time speaker myself, Grant. So this is very important to me. And so I'm making money. We're helping other speakers do the same. We're going to help speakers get through it. And more importantly, we're going to help you ride the wave when we come out of it. So I think we're in a great spot. Yeah, the whole wave analogy, I think it, it really resonates because it's kind of like, you know, if you're, you could just be sitting on the shore right now, you're just watching, you're looking like the water's a little choppy out there, but there's a wave coming in a positive way. And that's a, it's a great opportunity for speakers to ride that wave. Or you could be sitting on the shore just like, well, you know, woe is me and, and, and the sky is falling and chicken little, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, listen, life goes on. Like I'd still, the sun still came up this morning and I still got stuff to do. And so I don't want to play victim. I want to keep moving forward. I know you're doing the same. So thanks for leading the way, Eric. We, uh, we really appreciate you and uh, all that you're doing. Yeah, I appreciate you, Grant. It's an honor to work with you, man. And it's an honor to work with everybody in the community as well. For sure. For sure. All right, guys. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Again, we, we would encourage you and challenge you. Keep on keeping on. If you want the Speaker Labs help, myself and Eric and our team, uh, if you want to work with us, especially inside the Elite program, uh, reach out to us. Let us know. We'd love to work with you, serve you, support you. However, we can talk to you about how you can pivot and adapt and adjust and thrive in the thick of this crisis. So uh, reach out to us. Let us know. And uh, we'd love to work with you. All right, there you go. Hope you enjoyed that conversation. Hey, if you would like to work with Eric and myself and our team here at the Speaker Lab, uh, we would absolutely love to work with you. So we have our Book and Pay to Speak Elite program where myself, Eric, our team, we are in the trenches with you. A lot of handholding, a lot of coaching, a lot of done for you components to help you be successful as a speaker. So if that's something that you're interested in, go to thespeakerlab.com slash apply. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash apply. There you can schedule a one-on-one -on -one call with our team 
team. That way we can talk, uh, talk to you individually about your personal goals and ambitions with speaking and uh, how we can best serve and support you. So again, go to thespeakalab.com slash apply. We would love, love, love to have a conversation with you. All right, my friends, thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate you being here and we'll, we'll talk soon. You're awesome.